Welcome to our weekly devotion. Uh, this week we're looking at Hebrews chapter 11. And I especially just want to look at verse 8. Verse 8, where we're seeing Abraham, and he's called the father of the faithful. And there are many ways that we can look at Abraham and see how he exemplifies faith. This verse does one of them, and I want to highlight it to say that it, it shows us that the life of the Christian or the life of the believer is not one that's meant to be characterized by worry, panic, anxiety, overwork, frustration, or any such things. The life of the believer is to be characterized by peace, by hope, by love, by joy. And Abraham's our example of that. Look what verse 8 says. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. So by faith, he was called, he obeyed and went, even though he did not know whither he went or to where he was going. Now that characterizes faith. We know that faith is understanding what is not seen, but faith is also action. Faith is putting our beliefs into action and not beliefs of what is seen, beliefs specifically on the promises of God. The promises of God are for ourselves, our family, for believers, and they're for our future. God promises redemption. And Abraham knows that in his day, the Messiah won't come. This is for the future, but he lives on that truth. And that's based on understanding who God is. Because God is who he says he is, it's, it's rational. In fact, we're obligated to believe what God says. It's not simply believing what the flying spaghetti monster says about the future. It's believing God who created all things and who rules all things. And he told us about the future. He promised something. And so we live with full certainty of it in peace. Now, I think for many people, their, their, their peace, their, their uh, joy is robbed from them by worries about the future. Humans want to know what the future holds, what will happen in the future, what will unfold in the future. And they try all kinds of mechanisms to figure this out, whether it's astrology uh, they used to throw bones on the ground and see how they landed or crack turtle shells to see what the cracks did. Or they would look at the guts of a dead animal or bird and try to guess. Or up to the present where they might look at the stock market and patterns in the stock market or um, patterns in elections from the past to predict these elections. And we want to know the future. Well, why do we want to know the future? Because if I know the future, I can plan for it. Well, why do you want to plan for it? because then I'll be at peace. There it is. Now, no amount of worrying about the future will actually give you that peace or that planning. People who fall into this pit never have that peace because they can always plan more. They can always worry more. That worry is a reliance on your guessing the future and your guessing what the future, what planning you need to be ready for the future. That's not what Abraham did. That's not the example we're given by Abraham. Abraham's example was he understood who God is and believed the promise of God. So when he's called, he can act. And he does it not knowing where he's going. And we're the same way. We're not called to know the future. We're called to know that whatever the future holds, we can meet it 
if we have this faith. And the faith is that no matter what comes to pass, all things work out for the good of those who trust God. You can always know God. Nothing that the future holds can ever rob that of you. In fact, it only deepens it. It only makes the, the, the knowledge of God greater. Nothing can separate you from that. And so nothing that comes up needs to be worried about or, or disturb you. Your preparation isn't in those things. And I, I know the, the responsibility, so I should do nothing. I'll just, I'll just uh, be, I'll, I'll live a slothful, lazy life, and God will take care of me. Don't go to that side. There's, there's ditches on both sides of the road. There's the ditch on the side for the, the guy who does nothing. There's the ditch on the guy who worries all day. And you avoid both of those ditches. And today we're focusing on the one of worry and anxiety and perturbance. And you're not able to be at peace because of it. And people look at your life and say, wow, that's the life of a Christian. I wouldn't want to live like that. No, no, don't do that. Look to Abraham as the example of obeying and doing based on understanding because Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead. He obeyed about Isaac. So it's not a blind acting like a robot. It's based on human understanding and we can live that way. And it could be hard. You may have built up a pattern of worry. You're a worrier and you fret. Those in this context, those are sins to be repented of. And if you have a hard time breaking that pattern, bring it before the Lord. Ask for wisdom. We're told to pray for wisdom and, and ask, pray to the Lord, show me how to not live this way anymore. Show me, uh, send your spirit to show me what does it mean to live a life of peace and joy. I don't want to be a worrier, a fretter. I don't want to be in constant disturbance. I want to live the life of faith that's shown to us here in Hebrews 11. And make that your prayer. And every time you catch yourself doing that, turn away from it. You're not to live that way in, in constant disturbance. And the love of God will be given to us. When we, when we seek him, we will find him. So make that our prayer as we look to Abraham and the example of being called. And he goes, even though he does not know where he's going.